0: In 1963, Betty Friedan wrote about college women who are frustrated as stay-at-home moms. Today, almost 60 years later, college graduate women are largely on career tracks and women graduate from college at far higher rates than men. They earn advanced degrees at about the same rate, but their earnings and promotions relative to those of the men they graduated with and to whom they are often married continue to make them look like they've been sideswiped. These women, too, have a problem with no name, to paraphrase Dan. What is it? In my book, Career and Family, Women's Century-Long Journey Toward Equity, I show how five distinct groups of women who graduated college from 1900 to the early 2000s responded to the problems of balancing career and family as the 20th century progressed and as a sea change in the labor market and the household altered work, family, and childbearing. Many barriers to women's careers were removed, giving us a sharper vision why equity for dual career couples remains stubbornly out of reach and what that means for gender equality. The new problem with no name is greedy work. And by greedy work, I mean jobs for which working more hours or particular hours or working harder during certain portions of one's life have disproportionate returns. For example, if doubling the number of hours worked more than doubles the implicit wage at the hourly rate, we have then greedy work. Couples with children or other care responsibilities will be enticed by the greater income of greedy jobs to give up couple equity. And when a heterosexual couple gives up couple equity, they increase gender inequality for themselves and in the economy as a whole. I'll explain why that's the case and what might be done about it. Children take time and at least one working parent must be the on-call at home parent. But on-call at home jobs say that small boutique law firm pay far less than on-call at the office jobs say that Park Avenue law firm. On-call at home jobs enable more flexibility of work. If both members of the couple took the more flexible job each would earn, let's say, $120,000 a year. Alternatively, one could take the greedy job and earn, well, let's say, $150,000 a year, while the other remains at the flexible job, earning $120,000. Couples are thus enticed by the added $30K a year to give up couple equity. Because women are generally the ones who take the on call at home jobs, Gender equality is thrown under the bus along with couple equity. And with couple equity, they would earn the same amount. Without couple equity, women, in this example, get 80% of what men earn. Couple inequity and gender inequality are therefore two sides of the same issue. The issue of greedy work is the main reason why women with care responsibilities earn less than men. Yes, there is real discrimination, sexual harassment bias among managers and supervisors, and we should stump that out. But even if we could do so entirely, we would still have significant gender inequality and in earnings for the reasons that I have given. What can be done? Three things. First of all, reduce the cost of flexible jobs through better substitutability within jobs, create teams of substitutes, improve handoffs between professionals with information technology, reduce the need for long distance travel. The new world of hybrid work is moving in that direction. Second, lower the cost of caregiving for children and elders to reduce the demands that fall disproportionately on women. And three, change gender norms and get men on board. We may be moving in that direction. In sum, it is important to acknowledge the enormous progress made in the last, let's say 120 years in women's attainment of career and family. Yet there still is a big problem reflected in a host of gender gaps in the labor market and at home. Knowing what the problem is and giving it the right name will help us. It doesn't solve the issue, but it focuses our attention on the real ones.